0: Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome to Sunday Night Live. Thrive in Change is our motto, and I am here to equip you to be able to thrive in the change you want, the stuff you planned for and you expected and you couldn't wait for it to happen, even though it might be surprising. And also the change that we don't want, that we didn't invite, that kind of took us by surprise. I'm here to tell you, we can thrive, not just make it, not just get by, we can thrive in the midst of all kinds of change. If we come at it with a mindset that is based in principles that work, that's what we talk about here so welcome say hi i'd love to oh i already see a comment there and hi mary i'm glad you're here so glad you jumped on anybody else who's jumping in say hi let us know you're here if you're new let us know where you're from we have a lot of people who watch here in michigan and then we've got some out in florida we've got some in the barbados we've got them all over the over the nation all over the world it's pretty cool so let us know if you're jumping in. Hi, Tammy. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am super excited to talk tonight about something that is near and dear to my heart because I have been a recipient of generosity from the time I can remember. I mean, as long as I've been alive and have a memory of things happening to me, I can remember people being generous to me, which is in and of itself, just a remarkable gift. And I'm so grateful that that's my overwhelming feeling is that people have been, over the course of my life, generous to me. And it's made me, excuse me, want to be generous to others. So we're going to explore this idea of generosity, how it helps us to thrive and change, uh, because it does, this idea of generosity, and so tonight's hashtag the thrive principle that we're going to be exploring is bring the honor hashtag bring the honor and that is one thing that absolutely covers this thought of generosity and the the actions of generosity is this idea that we're bringing the honor to a situation so we're going to explore that a little more (coughs) excuse me you guys, I don't want to be coughing this whole time. All right. Before we get rolling, you need to go to thumbroastcoffee.com and take advantage of your benefit as a Thrive and Change Sunday Night Live viewer. You can get 15% off of an online order at Thumb Roast Coffee, and you will not be sorry. Uh, For one thing, saving 15% is awesome. Uh, But for another thing, The coffee at ThumbRoastCoffee.com is specialty coffee. It's high-end coffee. It's the good stuff. And it's already affordable. So when you use that 15% off code THRIVE, you get wonderful coffee at an affordable price with the additional perk of getting a discount because you're on Sunday Night Live. So what's not to love, right? So, make sure you check out thumbroastcoffee.com. You will love it. It's a perfect Christmas gift for somebody that you don't know what to get them. And if you can't be there with them during the season where many of us are separate, uh, that is a great way to let them know you're thinking about them. All right, so <clears throat> let's get started. We're going to talk about bringing the honor tonight. Hello. Oh, hi, Corinne. Glad you're here. Carol jumped on. So glad. Anybody else who's jumping on, say hi. Let us know you're here. Uh, I'm going to start with a question and there are no wrong answers. All right. So this isn't a quiz. It's not a pop quiz. Um, How do you define just in a nutshell generosity? What does generosity mean to you when I say that word? Um, Oh, Corinne says thumb roast rocks. I have a subscription that is mailed to me every month. The, the subscription is amazing, isn't it? What a great idea, Corinne. Get it get it mailed to your house, whether you remember it or not, right? It's always going to be there. Um, I used to have a secret coffee stash. I don't know if any of you do. And it was like old coffee, bad coffee. I hate to throw anything away. So when I would run out of my Santa Sunrise <laughs> from Thumb Rose Coffee, I would go foraging in the back of my cabinet and pull out just what ended up tasting like dishwater. It was so bad. Um, and I really I really do need to consider that subscription uh, because Thumb Roast is not a quick drive for me, even though we're both in Michigan, it's still a little over an hour away. So I need, to, I need to look into the subscription. All right, so back to this idea of generosity. What do you, how do you define generosity? And while you're typing that in the comments, for those of you who are willing to share, I'm gonna share with you what i think of it um when i think of generosity i think of giving something of value to others um giving good things to other people freely and abundantly uh without reservation uh generosity to me isn't just the action of giving something it there's there's a feeling that goes along with it that's important to me as part of my definition. So I wonder about you, What? how do you define generosity? When you think, oh man, that person was really generous. What are you picturing? A lot of times we picture resources. We picture being generous as being linked to resources. Um, for example, that person donated a lot of money to charity. So that was generous. And it is, that is, that is one way that we can be generous. We can be generous with our resources, with our money. Uh, I miss seeing the Salvation Army kettles out in front of the, the shopping centers. I, I don't know if, if where you're at, you've got them, but we we don't have them this year here in Michigan and I miss them. Let's see what we've got here. All right, so Corinne says this, Gener- generosity to me means giving anything that you can, a smile, some change, a donation. Ah, So giving's the key there. I like that, Corinne, thank you for sharing it. Uh, Tammy says, giving without intention of receiving something back. Yeah, that notion of I'm letting it go and it's not its not a transaction, right? Generosity isn't a transaction. Um, I like that, Tammy. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah, we sometimes think of generosity as, as a, a transaction. Some people do where I'm going to give a lot and then I'm going to get something in return. So sometimes when we give a lot of a resource, uh, we do get something in return. We get recognition whether we ask for it or not, right? Sometimes our name is in lights. Um, I'm thinking about the Jesse Besser Nature Preserve in Alpena. So actually, it's, I think it's north of Alpena. Uh, Jesse Besser uh, is from the Alpena area here in Michigan. Um, this is many, many, many years ago. He's, he's long gone. Um, he founded the process of making cinder blocks. So he invented this process of making cinder blocks, and he had a, an, an immense fortune, fortune that he made from that. And I'd never heard of Jesse Besser until our family started vacationing out in the Alpena area, and we saw uh, the Jesse Besser Museum. And so it was a museum that honored the Alpena area history. And of course, Jesse Besser was a big part of that because he was a philanthropist. He had a lot of money. He invested in his community. He was generous, and so Jesse Besser got his name on a museum. He got his name on a nature preserve because he purchased and set aside as a as as a um, as an area where any it's not a nature preserve. It's a nature area. Pardon me. Um, he he bought this huge chunk of the Lake Huron shoreline. And they created a, a sort of a park out of it, but it's not like a formal park. It just gives you places to where you can park your car and you can hike. And it is just, it seems like miles of of Lake Huron shorefront. It's undeveloped, it's beautiful. And I never heard of Jesse Besser until we went to Alpena and we looking for something to do. And our family stopped there, followed a sign and, and went and looked. And the beauty of it was so breathtaking. And I was blown away. That's, that's the first time that I can ever remember being totally blown away that somebody was so generous as to create this space that people that he didn't even know would be able to take advantage of it and be blessed by it. And I was moved to tears at the generosity of somebody who wasn't going to be there to get the thank you. He, he put that in place. Um, Tammy, like you said, he gave without the intention of receiving something back. He knew that that legacy of generosity was going to do a lot of good. People who build hospital wings, right? We we can think of generosity like that. They they build a whole wing on a hospital for breast cancer patients or, or children who are ill. Pretty amazing stuff. Um, so this is what Carol says. Carol says, giving time to me, such as this SNL is also generosity to me. Yeah, Carol, we're gonna talk about that. Thank you for sharing. Um, we're gonna talk about that because resources are just one of the ways we can be generous, putting that money in, in the, uh, the, the Salvation Army kettle, right? Um, so we can be generous with our resources. But I want us to think about generosity a little bit differently. And I want us to think about generosity as a posture. All right, this is this is how we're we're going to link this to this idea of bringing the honor. When we start deciding that we are going to show up as a generous person, no matter how we're defining generosity, when we determine that wherever we go, we are going to show up as a generous person, we are bringing the honor. We are bringing the honor when we determine, this is how I show up. I show up with a spirit of generosity. And it's not just with money, although it can be our resources. Sharing your sandwich, right? With the little girl who forgot her lunch (laughs) when you're in grade school. Generous, yeah, generous, but also, being able to look at our ability to be generous in, in a much bigger way than just being generous with our money. So this, I found this so interesting as I was doing a little research about generosity. Um, it turns out that what I'm talking about, this this idea of of having a posture of generosity, of, of deciding I am a generous person and I will show up with an attitude of generosity, that notion is not, uh, it's not common in all cultures. Some cultures do not have that. And it absolutely wasn't always common in Western civilization and Western society. Um, For a long time, uh, back in the Victorian era, for example, this idea of generosity was pretty much owned by the upper levels of society, the high class people, the lords and the ladies the people who had means. So the people who didn't have means didn't feel a need to be generous, did not show up as generous people. They didn't feel generous. They didn't think that it was even their role. But people who had more, they had more given to them. So they felt an obligation socially to give. So I found that interesting that that there were people who felt like, no, I don't have to be generous because of my station in life this is an amazing thing to me because as i was considering one of the the stories in the bible talks about a woman the widow who had two mites uh anybody familiar with that story the widow with two mites and so this is a story that uh jesus is telling and and he tells the story of how there was an offering at church and um all of the rich people went up and made a big show of giving their generous gifts and then the widow only had two cents and she went and just humbly gave her two cents and it was interesting to me because i thought you know what she she was kind of outside of the box there yeah some of you I've, i see the thumbs up right and, and the hearts she was she was not necessarily in the cultural norm when she gave generously. But we get to choose if we want to show up as a generous person. And there are benefits to showing up as a generous person, to having a posture of generosity. And it doesn't just apply to our resources. Although, um, I'll just, I'll I'll share, I'm not proud of this story. Um, I am not proud of this story, (laughs) but I will share it with you because I, I am better now, so I'm glad that I've improved. Um, but many years ago, when I worked at the Postal Service, the Postal Service was considered a very good job, and it was, and I appreciated it. it. wasn't like we were rich, but I had a steady income that wasn't going anywhere with good solid benefits, and and I was grateful for that. And I and my husband were very intentional in our giving, and so we were, we were intentional about our charitable giving. And so we knew where we, donated our money and we had that all taken care of we wanted to have a posture of generosity in our family and so somebody came up to me during the combined federal campaign which is sort of like the united way um if you're familiar with united way but basically what they said was hey would you like to donate to a charity through payroll deduction and i smiled real big at that person and said oh no i'm fine and you could tell they were taken a bath. What? I said, oh, no, I'm fine. We already give. We, we've we got our giving taken care of. We are generous. It is fine. Um, no need. Thank you for asking. But I am not going to give to the combined federal campaign. So the person kind of tries a little harder. For those of you who have ever asked for donations in a United Way campaign, you're feeling it right now. You know what I'm talking about. And this person kind of leans in and goes, well, you know, you could um, give as little as two dollars a pay period. I got paid every two weeks. You could give as little as a dollar a week, and we would just take that right out of your paycheck, and it would go to the charity of your choice. And I'm like, eh, no, I am fine. I am plenty generous. I wasn't bringing much honor. I wasn't. I look back on that now, and I think, oh God, what what was I thinking? But never mind that. Um, I got I got some sense knocked into me. A couple of days later i was at the gas station getting my daily big gulp my giant 32 ounce diet coke from the local gas station that i drank on my long commute every day and it cost me a dollar every day i spent five dollars a week well actually i spent every day i spent a dollar if it wasn't a work day i was driving through mcdonald's and getting a, a large pop or i was running into the local 7-eleven and so as I'm filling up that pot, just minding my own business, not my pot, my cup, filling it up, minding my own business, not, not thinking a bit about the Command federal campaign and generosity and what it means. God spoke to me and he he didn't like, wasn't a loud voice. Nobody else heard it, but boy, I knew it. And this is what he said. He said, Shannon, you drank $365 of pop a year and you can't give a dollar a week to a charity? Oh my gosh, I was I was stopped in my tracks. Yeah, I can spend a dollar a day getting a pop. That's not even good for me, we all know this. It's my only vice, you guys, one of these days I'll stop, but for now I'm enjoying it, but a dollar a day. And I felt totally justified telling somebody that I was generous enough. Well, you can guess what happened when God taps you on the shoulder like that and says, "Uh, just making an observation here, Shannon, but you ain't nearly as generous as you think you are. It was humbling. And I went and started giving to the combined federal campaign. Best decision I ever made, one of the best decisions I ever made in my career in the postal service. It was a wonderful, wonderful way to be generous. But it taught me I needed to have a posture of generosity. Generosity doesn't have to be a one-time thing. I'm generous at Christmas. How many of us are generous at Christmas? You adopt the family, right? Yes, you adopt the family. You drop the money in the kettle. You write an extra check. You look for the need during the month of December. Starting around Thanksgiving, we do. It's, it becomes apparent and there's nothing wrong with that. But I want you to know that to really truly thrive in life When you make the shift from being generous as an action to being generous as a posture, you invite so much generosity into your own life. You open the door for generosity and abundance to flow into your life. When you have closed hands, You can't receive anything. I think Carol was the one who taught me that. Closed hands, you can't receive anything. Open hands, right? They're empty. Give me more so that I can share it. I have a posture of generosity. And it's not just with resources like my dollar a week to the Combined Federal Campaign. When we adapt generosity as a posture, these are some of the areas that we can start thinking how can I be generous in that arena? How could I be generous in the area of authenticity? Now, why would that even be considered generosity to be authentic? Anybody wanna take a stab at that? Why would being real be an act of generosity? Because it absolutely is. When we are authentic, I'm not talking about being blunt and mean and speaking your mind and being crass and using being authentic as an excuse for being unkind. That's not what I'm talking about. But this idea of I'm gonna show up as my real self, why is that generous? Why would that be generous? I know in my life, I thought that my act of generosity was to be perfect for everybody. I thought that that my act of generosity would be to execute flawlessly. Anybody else in that boat? Executing flawlessly. This is my gift to humanity. I am going to do what I do, not just with excellence, but with perfection. And I found out, another hard lesson, that that emphasis on perfection wasn't generous at all. It wasn't generous at all because it was not risky to only show up perfect pretty much make sure everybody thinks i'm a superhero wonder woman and make no mistakes being authentic being real sharing i messed up i'm sorry or i didn't come at that right i didn't bring the honor forgive me being authentic yep I burnt I burnt the mashed potatoes, and so I had to go and buy the Bob Evans kind from the refrigerator case at the grocery store. And so those delicious mashed potatoes you're eating aren't really mine; they're Bob Evans. Being real, <laughs> I've done that, by the way. Yeah, was supposed to bring um, was supposed to bring bring food and ruined it. So I just stopped at the deli, loaded up with mash, uh, with a potato salad, threw a few uh, hard boiled eggs on the top, uh, then showed up. And it turned out that people loved that potato salad more because I had had a small failure and a bump in the road and found a way to make it fun and showed up anyway and real. They enjoyed that more than they would have if I had made beautiful homemade potato salad flawlessly because don't we all know we're not always we're not always filling it out. We're not always filling in every blank perfectly, are we? Let's see, oh, Carol's sharing something here. An inheritance may be gotten hastily at the beginning, but the end thereof shall not be blessed. You are teaching us by example to leave a legacy. Yeah, we can get a lot of things. We can inherit a lot of good things. People can be generous to us. Thank you for sharing that, Carol. People can be generous to us, um, but if if we aren't intentional about what happens to that, it gets frittered away and it dies. Somebody like Jesse Besser could have spent all of his money at the casinos, but he didn't. He invested so that we could do something. And now I get to inherit really great things because of the legacy he left. Generosity that extends past just what I can do today. Ooh, let's see. Corinne says, this, if you are being yourself when being, if you are being yourself when being generous, then you're not putting on a front or doing it for glory. Ah, wow. Powerful. Thank you, Corinne. Yeah. When we're being authentic in our generosity, we are actually um, making sure that we're not doing it for the attention. It helps us. It helps us to be real. I am sharing this because I've struggled in this area. We can be authentic and that is an act of generosity that when we have that posture, Um, It impacts every area of our life. And by us being authentic, we give other people permission to be real and make mistakes. Right? When we make a mistake, we give other people permission to make a mistake. I love this phrase. When we share our successes, we build walls. And when we share our failures, we build bridges. Sharing our failures, being authentic is an act of generosity. It's part of the posture of being generous. When I show up, I'm going to show up with whatever resources I have. If I have money at my disposal, if I have food, if I have uh, paper, if I can lend you a pen, whatever resources I have that I can share that I could be generous with, I am willing to do that. I am willing to do that, right? That's saying I have a posture generosity. I'm bringing the honor. I'm going to be generous with my resources. How about this? I'm going to be generous with my authenticity. I am not going to pretend to be perfect. I can be generous in that posture and say, I'm going to show up in this situation and my emphasis is not going to be on being perfect. My emphasis is going to be on adding value and serving. How powerful is that? How about this? We can be generous when we seek connection. When we seek connection connecting for some of us is not simple connecting depending on what your history is sometimes has some risk it certainly involves time and investment right it it involves us being present with people to truly connect with them to not be bossy we talk about that in live stream leadership this week about this difference of being the director and telling people what to do And then enlisting them into your camp so that you can tell them to do more things. The difference between being a director and then being a connector and that act of connecting with people is generous. We can we can get ourselves out of I want to use people as tools and get ourselves into this posture of I'm going to bring the honor and I am going to connect with people truly on common ground. Um, Corinne, you just you just anticipated my next big point, which is this. Um, We can be generous by forgiving. We can be generous by forgiving and we can be generous by giving apologies. We can forgive other people and we can ask other people to forgive us. That is showing up with generosity showing up with a posture of generosity that says I'm a person of honor. And when I show up in a, in a place, this is what I'm bringing with me. I'm coming with a respect for people, right? We talked about that. We talked about it so much understanding that that person has value, whatever their thoughts, whatever they've done, whatever their behavior, they are valuable because they are a person. That's one of our bring the honor postures. Another one is this, I'm gonna be generous. How about this? How can we be generous with our ideas? Sharing our good ideas and getting them out there and saying, hey, can you do something with this? I think this would be great. What do you think? Giving somebody encouragement. We can be generous with encouragement when we see them dragging as a person of honor, bringing the honor with a posture of generosity. We can share kindness the list goes on and on and on and it gets better and better and freer and freer and more and more abundant it's beautiful and when we are generous when we show up in every situation even and we talked we're talking about thriving and change right even in the midst of change that we don't like even in the midst of a pandemic even in the midst of a job loss or a transfer, even in the midst of grieving the loss of a loved one. When we show up in every situation, authentic, right? Not pretending to be somebody we're not, being real, but also having a posture of generosity that I am here to share. I am here to be authentic. I'm here to connect. That brings us so much healing. When we come into situations with that kind of a posture, we have opened ourselves up to heal and improve, because this is the joy of giving. You cannot outgive. No matter how much you give, no matter how generous you are, it always, always, always exponentially comes back to you. Um, and I love what my favorite book says about this pressed down, shaken together, and running over is what we get when we are generous. It's amazing. This posture of generosity changes everything. It's not just giving some extra during the holidays. It is saying, I want to be a generous person. When I show up, I bring generosity with me. It's amazing. It's amazing what it does. And scientific studies show, without a doubt, that when people are generous, they are happier, they are more content, and they are more open to having more resources come their way. When we hoard things, you know, we're holding on so tight to what we got, we can't get any more. So I encourage you as a thriver to start looking at how can you adopt a posture of generosity? How can you adopt a posture of generosity? One of the ways that I have adopted a posture of generosity is to commit to faithfully being here on Sunday night live every Sunday at 7. PM Eastern and very rarely have I missed. It is my commitment to showing up with a generous posture. And what I have discovered over the last year and a half, two years of doing this is that I received so much more than I have shared. It is amazing what encouragement you have all been to me, um, what I have learned from you and your comments. Some of you have reached out to me in in direct messages, which I love. Some of you have um, joined livestream leadership, which has been a powerful group that we just get to explore all of these great principles in such great detail, but also talk about them among ourselves and and learn from what other people's perspectives are so powerful. and all of those things are, rooted in my desire to show up as a person of honor and Carol I appreciate your encouragement you are always so encouraging about what what we're doing here in Sunday Night Live um, what we do in in live stream leadership Um, so Carol says love the mastermind leadership classes for this reason me too man they they're awesome the people who come to those show up authentic and generous it's amazing Um, And she says, you're investing in us and we're sharing our thoughts. And I'm so much better. Saturday mornings are the best and Sunday Night Live are the icing on the cake. Yay! I love to hear that. Thank you. It is my honor to bring it. And Tammy, you are welcome for Sunday Night Live. Um, Thank you all. Thank you all for being here. Uh, Next week, I want you to tune in. I've got a fun announcement. You are invited to a party. Um, I am having a party for all of my clients. For the people who tune in, whether you've said hi or you just watch the video, doesn't matter to me. All of the people who tune in to Sunday Night Live, for my live stream leadership group, for my corporate clients, I'm having a party. It's not the same kind of party as I was planning to have before COVID kind of upset things here, but it's still going to be a party. You're going to be invited and I'm going to tell you all about it next week. Until then, mwah. God bless you! Tammy says she loves parties, yay! All right, God bless you guys. Any thoughts that you have, um, I'm gonna stop the video, but we've got the comments rolling and I'd love to hear what you think about generosity, what shows up for you when you think about how you wanna be generous, uh, all that good stuff. I can't wait to hear about it. Take care, I love you and good night.